This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for this epic episode of Civic View. And I'm not saying epic just because you're listening to me, who, you know, I'm pretty epic, but also because I have one of my favorite guests on uh, to talk about an epic event that's going on uh, this coming up weekend, this weekend, depending on when you're hearing this. And that is Brian Hughes. Brian, how are you doing? I am well. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, um, what am I talking about? Well, I'm going to let Brian explain some of that. There's this really cool World War II event that Brian's going to have going on. If you're listening to this before the Saturday it hits the radio, it'll be Friday through Sunday, um, September. What's the dates on that? First, second, and third. First, second, and third. Um, nine to three on Friday, nine to five on Saturday, and then some additional stuff Saturday night we're going to talk Correct. about. And then 9 to 3 on Sunday, this is free. It's at Old Spanish Trail Park, Mm -hmm. and it's uh, open to everyone, open to the public. And there's going to be a bunch of cool stuff. So, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going to be happening? What we're doing, um, Crestview has gotten on the reenactor map, which is kind of a a big thing for World War II reenactors. We're... uh, we're actually very flattered by that because Florida as a whole doesn't have a real good reputation among the reenactment community for its efforts at authenticity. And I've got two incredible organizers, uh, Grant Brooks and Andrew Daigle, and they are just sticklers for authenticity. I tease them that they probably check the guy's underwear to make sure nobody's wearing Calvin Klein, you know. Uh, Actually, they're not that bad. But Well, they do look for things like Cell phones, wristwatches, exactly uh, things like that. Exactly, you know, somebody when once these things get going. But the great thing is, the quality of the reenactors that we're getting are the types who, you know, if they want to have water, yeah, we'll have plastic bottles of water available, but they'll pour it into a World War II canteen. So you probably won't see any of the stuff going on. I learned there's a word for this, by the way. It's called farb, F A R B, and Nobody can actually tell me a definition or where it comes from, but it is inauthentic stuff that somebody is using or is sitting out there in plain view. And um, the only farb we're going to have is I have fake barbed wire because we didn't want the real thing. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be very safe. Yeah, (laughs) so we call it farb wire. But anyway, um, it's going to be three days of... Some reenactments, you know, some reenacted battle scenarios. Um, there's going to be a lot of education. Education is the big, big emphasis that and safety, of course, because we don't want Alec Baldwin moments. So. Right. Well, there, and <laughs> speaking of that, you're going to have some um, just so people understand this, too. There's going to be blanks. Yes. Uh, because the reenactors are going to be reenacting uh, one of the battles, right? Yeah, it won't be. An actual battle, it'll be a composite of several battles. So like some skirmishes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this is, um, I, I should probably say, we're, we're focused on uh, Operation Market Garden. Okay, what is that? And this was a very cool attempt by the Allies. It actually uh, it keeps the record for the world's biggest aero assault. 
uh, th- there were more paratroopers in Operation Market Garden than there were on D-Day. And it was a lot of them were actually D-Day paratroopers, too. So they had already had this experience. But it was an invasion of the Netherlands, and the intent was to do this dash up the river, up the coast, and force the Germans back behind their own lines and open up the Rhine River for an Allied invasion. Unfortunately, they didn't get that far. They did liberate a bunch of cities and towns on the way, but unfortunately, there was a ground coordination component. The air component was Operation Market. The ground component was Operation Garden, and then they put them together. And um, it was just spectacular. And I'm going to kill somebody who dares to... Just silence it. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Did you silence it all the way? Yeah, I think so. Um, Isn't Band of Brothers Operation Garden Market, isn't that... Operation Market Guard. Or Market um, Garden, some of them were, yeah, they were they were partially involved in that. They ended up going farther south, though. They were uh, caught in um, the Battle of the Bulge. Okay, and this so was much farther the to the north. All right, yeah. I just thought I remembered that from the TV show. Yeah, but they but they were everybody kind of got caught up in it. It, it was a big mess. Uh, but that's a great series. I love that series. Yeah. So we're going to be out there talking about it um, and reenacting battles from it. So you'll see authentic. Um, uh, authentic action that you might have seen in 1944 and 1945. And um, I do have to give, like I said, a big shout out to the guys. The guys who are organizing this are part of the Cultural Services Division's um, Living History Corps. And this is a crew. We have about 10 to 12 uh, people in it right now. Yeah, some are college kids. We have a couple of just recent high school graduates. Um, but these guys are really, really into historic accuracy. So, um, and that's something I really want to see whenever we get them, get them deployed, as it were. Yeah. This is, this is going to be neat stuff. So how does it lay out during the day? So if someone wants to come check this out, uh, you know, it's going to be hot. Obviously, no one. I mean, I know you'd love to have someone there from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., but obviously most people aren't going to do that. So so what's, what's it kind of look like? through a a day. Um, We'll open up, like like you said, 9 a.m. every morning. Um, There will be constant activity going on. So you'll be able to visit encampments that are set up just the way you would have found them, you know, somewhere in the field in World War II. We have an American encampment on the south end of the uh, area. And this is all, by the way, behind the amphitheater and behind the community center. Uh, Or not the community center. Senior center. Senior center, Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so these guys will be just living in a camp exactly the way you would have seen them. So, you know, they might be polishing their weapon or cooking beans or, you know, just, uh, you know, playing cards, that sort of thing. And then people can come and like, like adults, kids, whoever can come and interact with them. Yeah. You come in and interact. And, uh, what's very cool about reenactors is, you know, they may introduce themselves by the real name and, you know, which they usually carry into the field as well. But it, it takes just seconds before they lapse into persona and suddenly you're back in 1944 and they're talking, you know, like, whole bunch of us parachuted in last night and yeah man we faced a lot of you know enemy fire and that kind of stuff and then at the opposite end of this little wooded area back there excuse me at the opposite end of the little wooded area will be the germans and they'll be pretty much doing the same thing uh they'll probably be more miserable 
miserable because the Germans had wool uniforms. So, yeah, that's probably why they were grumpy that's so gonna much. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we will also have a Red Cross tent set up there, and you will see nursery enactors because reenactment isn't just for the boys. Um, there's a lot of women who reenact. Um, there's one. I hope she's coming up. Um, she also does motor pools, so she'll be there tinkering on a Jeep or a truck or something cool. and doing things that women would have been doing during the war. And uh, you'll be able to talk to these people. You'll be able to see their equipment and, you know, ask nicely and they'll let you hold their gun or, you know, get your kid taken with a helmet on, a picture taken with a helmet on his head, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, We also will have a history pavilion, which is open air. It's going to have a group of historic or historical information placards that you'll see. Actually, they're four foot by eight foot. They're pretty big. And it'll be different aspects of the war that you can learn about. We're going to have a vehicle or two displayed in there, including a fully restored Jeep, which is very cool. The guy brought it out last year. So I was excited. He's coming back again. Um, We will then in the senior center, we're going to have a temporary museum and we will have... You'll uh, also have air conditioning in there. And we will have if air you conditioning, yes. You're out of the welcome heat for to come in minutes. and do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we will have uh, different displays set up in there, a lot of our World War II era stuff. Um, I've actually got a collection of World War II original posters, so I'm going to have those displayed in there. And we will have a cinema corner where there will be war-era newsreels running from both sides of the war. That's very interesting to see. There's so many similarities between the way propaganda was handled. I mean, propaganda is kind of just propaganda. You just stick a different language on it. Yeah, pretty much so. (laughs) It's coming from someone who kind of does it professionally, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So it's just going to constantly be an active place. And then we will have several skirmishes. There will be one on Friday one on Sunday, and then at least two, maybe three on Saturday. Okay. Is there a set time for those? Um, Yes, and I forgot my schedule. (laughs) Dang it. I'm sorry. Good job, Brian. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, There will also be a couple history discussions that we're going to organize, and I think we'll be doing those inside the Senior Center, too, just for the AC. Yeah. And we will have um, demonstrations of weapons. So the guys will be talking about the particular weapon and what its capabilities were and then might shoot off a couple rounds for us. Again, blanks. Again, blanks. And I will also point out that our organizers are also certified range instructors. So they will be checking every weapon that comes on the site and also making sure that the reenactor has absolutely no live ammunition on them at all. and they're real serious about this. They're going to eject anybody who dares to bring in a bullet or something that, that will actually fire. So um, I'm, I'm very pleased with the safety, uh, the, the safety steps that we're going to be taking on that. And we have, just have a lot of cool stuff to see as you walk around. You know, the, the back of the amphitheater is a pretty boring gray metal building. Uh, but it won't be after tomorrow. Yeah, we're we're gonna have some real cool excerpts of World War II poster art up there, big size, and there'll be smaller reproductions of the poster, so you can read about them and learn who painted them and you know what it was used for and that kind of stuff. So throughout the whole thing, it's just this constant activity and constant, you know, colorful, uh, you know, 
cool graphics to see and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So there's also um, food truck, right? Exactly. We have right now five food vendors are going to be there. They will be outside the big picnic pavilion in Twin Hill or Spanish Trail Park. Yeah. Excuse me. It's okay. We're just going to do it the whole episode. We People have, are going to be so confused. I know. We're gonna, <laughs> do we go to the community Old Spanish center? Trail. Old Spanish Trail is where it's happening at. Yes. And where the amphitheater is on Stillwell, it's right. not hard to miss. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that is an important point. Enter off of Stillwell. Yeah. And you have all that big field there to park in. And then you will enter the site through the gate right behind the senior center. And we have signage that's going to be up pointing you in the right direction. So, so, so you've got food vendors. Uh, I'm guessing you is, you got like snow cones. Was um, that one of them? We have an or? Italian ice guy. Okay. We right. have a Filipino truck is coming out. Um, we have a Thai truck. And... The other guy, I think, does wings. Okay. Yeah, so we, we have a good variety Decent. there. We were trying not to duplicate yep. um, stuff, and we, don't, we weren't going to have so many that it just is overwhelming. We also apparently have a military vendor coming who has some actual World War II artifacts and badges and patches for sale, but also okay. reproductions. And we are also going to be selling event T-shirts and ball caps. Okay. It came out really neat. I'm very pleased with that. How much are those? Those will be $25 for the ball cap or the shirt. And I know that sounds a lot, but, you know, we didn't. Well, the T-shirts t-shirts and hats are expensive. Yeah. I assume if anything left over is going back to the museum. It will definitely. Actually, it will be going into our kitty for next year because we're already talking about doing one next year. Okay. Yeah. Once you, once you get on this reenactment map, you, you don't want to stop the roll. And there's always new fun things that you can add. So it's 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 going to be fun. It's going to be really neat. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. It sounds like it's going to be a great time for uh, families and things like that. You I, know, people. And, that want. and really, of all ages, because I, I know a gentleman is bringing his dad, who's eighty something years old, and his father actually had brought it to his attention and said, "Yeah, I want to come see this." And he goes, "Oh, I didn't even know what was going on." Yeah. And well, I mean, there's been a billboard up for an entire month, but I, yeah, and we've been on the radio. <laughs> yeah, and all that's that. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, this will be on the radio. Of course, this will be on the radio. The morning of but i mean it still be happening yeah. saturday and sunday right. okay so let's take a minute uh to talk about the thing that i i'm mostly i i like all of it but this part after we you and i talked about it I thought it was going to be really really cool if i get the opportunity to come check it out i'm going to and that's what's happening saturday night there right. at the at the same location and what is that and that'll be in the amphitheater and it is going to be a uso style big band show we've got a 15 piece half, hashtag swing is coming again and because they were so good last year, we liked them. Oh, yeah, they're awesome at everything I've yeah. seen them at. And we are augmenting that. Uh, one of our organizer, Grant's wife, Mariah, has hold of transcripts from World War II USO show Shtick. So the comedy acts that were on there in between the music. And uh, we're going to integrate some of those in. And those, like I said, are directly out of World War II USO shows. So this is, it's going to be a fun evening. We have the food trucks are going to stay open till about eight. So you can, you know, get food or bring your picnic or whatever. We'll have some folding chairs under that amphitheater. But, you know, if your sports chair is a little more comfy you might want to bring that to enjoy yeah. the thing and uh you know put on your dancing shoes i was going to ask you if there's going to be space for dancing I mean, oh if yeah you have a hashtag swing i would assume oh definitely yeah yeah so be polishing up your jitterbug and all that kind of okay. stuff. okay and that that goes from seven to seven to ten seven to ten are you going to have food vendors uh during that as well yes yeah okay we've asked them to stay there till about eight or so okay so yeah. so you can Unless come out and get some food check it out you know yeah. i mean that's i mean i 
hopefully it's it'll be a little bit with all this rain and stuff we've having hopefully it'll be a little bit cooler too so. yep um we've been monitoring the weather real carefully and that's something i should mention uh because if we do get a downpour when we're supposed to be battling out there well one of the guys said i can fight in the rain yeah and actually you know our guys had to do that i'm pretty sure yeah, yeah i don't think a battle stopped because it <laughs> yeah. wasn't raining guys can yeah we call a timeout for a bit no no d-day it was raining that morning when they came ashore um they were just soaked it was it was sad but um but yeah if we're going to have if it looks like it's going to be a downpour we can move the skirmish under the amphitheater and it won't have the same kind of thrill those the guys sure. dashing behind trees and that kind of stuff in there because when you see that little wooded area back there it is just absolutely perfect for what we had in mind yeah yeah uh, well gonna have vintage vehicles there to check out which will be pretty cool too yeah we were looking at them last weekend and i can't tell you where they came from but i can thank the guys at southland services who are making it possible wicked um yeah. now last year or a year before i can't remember you y'all y'all did a special service on sunday are you doing that again we had it planned and our chaplain broke his foot oh no yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and um he, it was actually funny because he and i were emailing back and forth about it and he says he's just been doing so much stuff he said maybe it was god's way of telling him that he slow needs down. To slow yeah. down a little bit. Might need so to we probably foot. will not be doing the the religious service like we had hoped, and and that's unfortunate because it was a very nice service last. Yeah, year. there was quite a few people that we packed that tent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's okay. It's unfortunate that he broke his foot, obviously, yeah. but um, but it's, you'll still you'll still have the stuff. So so what I like about that when you do these, um, you know, you do them. You usually do them over one to three days, so people so people can kind of. It gives you a good opportunity to, to like if you don't do it Friday and you hear about it, it's still happening on Saturday. Yeah. Right now, obviously, if you miss the USO thing, you 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 know you're missing that. But yeah. the, but the other the other stuff, you know, you can still get an opportunity to check it out. Um, I know y'all did a really great job with it last year. Yeah. Uh, we it was a, last year, wasn't it, when you were down yeah. in Twin Hills? Yeah. Yeah. We, can I tell you about a funny incident we had? Because this this goes to show you how these reenactors automatically kick into reenactment mode. Uh, there was apparently a gentleman who had ingested some pharmaceuticals, shall we say, late one of the nights that, you know, and all the reenactors stay on site. And this guy was hassling them and hassling people who were trying to walk the track and everything else. And, and he was a bit impaired, as it were. Well, at that time, we had a foxhole that the Allies had dug. He topples into the foxhole, and it kind of shook him out of his reverie, as it were. And he looks up, and there's about four American World War II soldiers pointing guns at him. Of course, they're all loaded in blanks. He doesn't know that. But he, he stayed there and behaved until Crestview PD showed up and took him off. But yeah, you know, so right. that you know, these kind of things perform a civic duty too. You see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully you won't have any kind of no. scenarios like that going on this weekend. Yeah. Um. Again, I just want to remind everyone it's it's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the first through the third, which is a great weekend for it because a lot of people it's a holiday weekend anyway, yeah. so a lot of people are off. Um. Or get the opportunity to be off. Uh, it, it's nine to three on Friday, uh, nine to five on Saturday, and then seven to uh, ten. ten for the USO show uh, Saturday night, and then Sunday nine to three again. It's the Old Spanish Trail Fairgrounds and the amphitheater and the senior center. It's all connected there. Yep. Um, you enter in off Stillwell, 
uh, right by the police department, not too far from Highway 85. If you're like newer to the area, yeah. if you're if you hear this on on the uh, like digitally, if you listen to it, you know it's coming up. If you're hearing it on Saturday morning on the radio, it's happening that this Saturday that you're hearing it. Um, so don't don't miss out on it. And it and it's again it's free. Um, there's also going to be vendors. There's going to be food. There's going to be entertainment. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff to interact with, see, and do. And it's really sounds like even if, if someone comes out, they can check one thing out maybe on Saturday and then they could come back Sunday and check a different part out if they, you know, get too hot or don't. And that one's on me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and, and and that's actually an important point, too, because, uh, you know, a reenactment we do on Friday is not going to be the reenactment you'll see on Saturday. Yeah. And so they're going to be emphasizing different things. There'll be different scenarios. So it's like watching another episode of your favorite TV show kind of thing. It's different from week to week. Well, this will be different from day to day and okay. morning to afternoon. Cool. And our, um, our reenactor organizers will give a talk before and after each reenactment and tell so you what People for, get yeah, an understanding and, what's going on. Right, right. And then, um, you know, and that's something we learned last year where we had uh, done some scenarios, but they weren't carefully explained. And people were like, oh, my goodness. And so we're going to make sure there's none of that going on this year. It'll, it'll, like I said, this is a very educational weekend, but it's going to be real fun. And Friday is also student day. So if you have a homeschool class or any class you want to bring on over, um, come on. You know, come actually let me know for those because each group of about 20 to 25 students and teachers will be escorted by one of the reenactors through the whole site. Yeah. So you have a personal escort. You, you, you probably won't just simply because this will come out Friday afternoon. Oh, so oh. <laughs> never mind. Unless we put it out tomorrow. I may have to, but I may put it out tomorrow, but it'll, it'll be kind of like a last minute. But <laughs> the, but, um, I've really wanted this on the radio Saturday morning so people could hear about it and, and still have time to come check it out and come check out the USO show and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, is there, is there anything we didn't mention? I mean, it feels like we talked about pretty much I all of it. You got we... anything coming up at the museum? Yeah. Uh, that's not this. Yeah. Actually, I'm glad you asked me that because we are celebrating our one year anniversary at the Crestview History Museum uh, at 198 South Wilson Street in the Bush House. And for that, we are getting a special exhibit. Actually, I was helping carry stuff in for it today. And uh, we are celebrating, or not celebrating, we are. Ex- looking at, examining, displaying uh, Doc Holliday's Wild West. That's right, yeah. We have a gentleman in town, a retired dentist, Dr. Richie Thomas, and he is a Wild West Doc Holliday fan, kind of like I do with James Bond. Yeah. And so we're going to actually have some wild, uh, some Doc Holliday artifacts there, including his dental chair. And this is the one time we are asking a small donation. Uh, all the donations will go directly to the museum. Uh, the rest of the museum will be open. The Doc Holiday stuff is, you know, what we're asking a donation for. And because we, we're, we're just really excited and would like to start getting more and more of these sort of, you know, small exhibits coming into the yeah, place. Yeah, I think that's yeah. really cool. And also simultaneously that day. And this is September 9th, Saturday the 9th. So the next weekend after your... Yeah, I know, yeah. if I'm still alive. And uh, we're also having uh, one of our flea markets at the same time. So we'll Okay, that flea- one did really good last time, yeah. right? Yeah, yes, indeed. And that's being sponsored by the Sister City Ambassadors, our student group. So, you know, I just turn it over to the kids and let them run with it. And Doc Holiday will be inside in the air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
yeah, good stuff Sounds going exciting, on. Sounds exciting, for sure. Uh, I just have to point this out. So if you're hearing all of these sound effects that are going on, the phones and the emails and the ringing and the binging, and it, it's it's probably my fault. Brian mentioned something about putting in sound effects earlier, and we were talking about World War II sound effects, but uh, technology decided we needed every other type of sound effect <laughs> in my office to go off while we we're doing this. So, you know, just roll with it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of stuff going on uh, over the next couple uh, weekends. Um, and then as we roll into September, there's a lot of stuff going on then. I do want to mention that we are hosting a, speaking of sound effects, we are hosting a um, skate tournament with our local shop, Vert, uh, and some other partners, Eglin Federal Credit Union, uh, Flip Flop Shop, um, uh an energy drink. I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head at the moment. Um, that that's uh, there's no entry fee, uh, but there are cash prizes for the winners. Uh, there's some different tricks. I'm gonna do another one. He's talking about a little bit more, but I just want to bring it up. Uh, that's gonna be September 30th, I believe, the last uh, Saturday of the month. Mm-hmm. So there, um, there'll be there's stuff on our website about it. You've probably seen flyers about it. It's, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's all ages, by the way. They're broken into age group categories. So um, people around the same age will be skating in the different competitions. So, you know, we won't have the, um, any, you know, it'll, it'll be fair. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, vendors too, music, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, anyways, um, obviously I'm not going to let anyone get out of listening to this without saying that, uh, you know, your local government has a huge impact on you on a daily basis. Um, but uh, pay attention to those things, participate, listen, engage, come to the council meetings, um, come visit us at these events. You can find yeah. us and talk to us at those, um, you know, obviously be respectful and we'll be respectful. But, you know, there's, Brian and I have very public facing jobs and and we love that about our jobs. Oh, yeah. And so learning what you like and what you don't like is important to us. Obviously, always you can reach out to me at PIO at cityofcrestview.org. Someone did just the other day to point out something that they didn't appreciate. And I pass that on up the chain. Yeah. So, uh, it you know, don't feel like I'm not listening because I am. Um, as always, thank you to WAAZWJSB for playing these on Saturday morning. And if you are hearing this on Saturday morning, make sure you check out Brian's event. And uh, with that, I think I'm going to say uh, have a great Labor Day weekend and be safe, Crestview. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.